Welcome back to Activity Quest, the podcast that's packed with stuff to do. This week, Anna Louise is heading to Mermaid School. We're finding out how you can get your fins. Robin is chatting to the cast of the brand new CBBC So Dodger. And we've got events from across the UK. My name is Bex, and every episode of Activity Quest starts with a fun kids presenter doing something awesome. Now, pools might be a little bit nippy at the moment, but that's no problem if you're a mermaid. Anna Louise is getting her fins in mermaid school. Let's find out more. It's true. Did you know that you, I, whether you're a girl or a boy, anyone can learn how to swim as a mermaid with your very own fins and a tail too? Well, earlier this week, I went along to South Coast Mermaids and I swapped my legs for scales and I took on the mermaid transformation. I've just walked past the castle, through the ruins and round to Arundel Lido, where I'm about to become a mermaid for the first time ever. Anna, what skills do I need to become and transform into this mystical character? So, the first thing you have to be able to do is you have to be able to swim. And you can do a little bit of a dolphin kick, but I can help with that. So you don't have to be able to swim butterfly, but um, a little bit of dolphin kick will help. I love the butterfly, it's my favourite stroke. (laughs) It's not the easiest, though. It's not the easiest. The kick can come quite naturally, but I think the arms are a bit harder. And what are the fins made of that I'm going to be wearing? They've got a, a hard plastic insert and it's got a neoprene cover over the top. The reason why we use those is because the Royal Life Saving Society have checked them and said that they're safe, which is great. And we're on board with that. Um, but also the neoprene slips over your ankles. So if you can kick with your feet together, like a little bit of butterfly, then your feet will stay in. But if you need to get out for any reason, they've got a quick release, which is really important because sometimes you can just feel like you don't want to do it or you've got cramp in your foot and you can just kick out of them. Are they heavy in the water? No. So what What's great about these fins too is they're buoyancy neutral. If you float, they float. And if you want to go under the water, they'll go underwater with you. And am I going to be learning any mermaid tricks? Oh, for sure. So we're going to be doing some tail flicks, which is great. It splashes everyone behind you. Um, And we're going to be doing some handstands. We can learn some mermaid rolls and we can do some more advanced skills. You can do forward rolls and backward rolls and then handstands with tail flicks as well. If I went swimming in the sea with a mermaid tail on, what do you reckon the fish and the dolphins would make of me swimming by? I reckon it'd be totally normal. You're a proper mermaid. (laughs) Of course, of course. (laughs) I'm a total pro. (laughs) I asked for the brightest fishiest colour tail because there's all sorts of rainbow colours of mermaid fins and I've been given the rainbow shiny fin I'm sitting down at the edge of the pool you've got to put your feet into the edge of the fins which are like two pairs of socks that are tucked on the inside of what looks like a dolphin fin I'm pulling it up and you've got to lay back and wiggle it in Oh, like a really tight sort of lycra suit I'm in and I'm wiggling towards the water it's really slidey and slippery and my feet and my legs are pressed together in the tail there is no room to move and I now can't walk I now know how the little mermaid feels <laughs> I'll be singing for my legs right at the end of the day Last <laughs> 
I'm bum shuffling towards the edge of the pool and I've got to swivel into the pool at a certain angle and hold on to the side as I slide in. I've just done my first lap as a mermaid and it's really tough trying to keep your legs completely strapped into this tail and move at the same time and get deep down diving low. the mermaid leap where you push yourself off the side you grip on you push your tail off the side of the pool launch into the water and flick your tail into the air as hard as you can it creates a big splash water flies everywhere it takes a lot of energy as well with the heavy tail attached to your body it's hard work this mermaid malarkey Now I've got a drone buzzing above my head, which sounds like a giant bumblebee taking videos from overhead, capturing the moment that our tails pop out of the water and then we get to do our big mermaid lunge and flick our tails, sending water droplets right the way across the pool. I'm going to give it another go and dive back in. I've got my legs back. And it feels so bizarre. I feel like I should be a mermaid forever, Anna. I'm, that was just the most surreal experience and I don't want to leave it behind. I think I could spend all night long swimming up and down with my fins. I'm sad to let them go. Is that how everyone feels after a mermaid session? It's just magical, isn't it? It's just magical and it's so much fun. But take us back to the beginning. What inspired you to launch these classes? So I'm a primary school teacher originally and a swimming teacher because I love them both but I kept seeing children and especially girls drop out of swimming once they learned to swim and I was looking at why because there's so many opportunities from diving to synchronized swimming to you know competitive swimming and it became really clear that they found swimming boring and they didn't just like swimming up and down and doing lengths so I wanted to have something that was fun and kept them active and just enjoying the water again and mermaid and merman swimming was the perfect solution if you look at a lot of activities and activities especially for girls a lot of them are really competitive so even netball you know badminton tennis they're they're all competitive sports but this is something that just is fun and it just brings joy i believe to people's lives so if you didn't know disney are re-releasing the little mermaid as a live action film so that's gonna make things really popular again but also i'm seeing children a lot of girls that have seen my mermaid classes that I know will want to do it and actually have a real incentive to learn to swim because obviously I can't take children until they can swim so it provides a real incentive like this is going to be a treat once they learn to swim. If someone's listening right now and they think I want to be a mermaid for the day what can they do? So 
learn to swim first that's the most important thing so really get good at swimming and there are loads of swim schools all around and they're opening back up again now which is fantastic so once you can swim then you can look for your local mermaid swim school so i work with swim england and the royal life saving society and they work with finterfit so there's kind of an umbrella of companies and we run classes all over the country um, but there are other people as well that run classes, so you can look up your local mermaid school as well. And we want everyone to be safe in the water. So if you're doing advanced skills like mermaiding or monofin swimming, then it's really important that we get that safety first and we get you really confident in the water and then we can have all the fun. Thanks, Anna Louise. Whatever you do, wherever you go, whether it's becoming a mermaid or something else entirely, we want to know about it. You can leave us a five-star review wherever it is you're listening to this or get in touch at funkidslive.com slash activityquest. Now, let's find out what's happening elsewhere across the UK. Thanks, Bex. Yes, here are some events from across the UK. First up, hit ITV TV show The Masked Singer is coming to a stage near you. Book now, play the game and choose the winner. The Masked Singer Live is happening at venues across the UK this April. For the first time ever, your favourite characters will be brought to life live on stage as different mystery celebrities are unmasked at the end of every performance. Plus, new never-before-seen characters performing exclusively for the tour. Can you guess who's behind the mask the uk.com is the place to book and find out more and surprise the family with an invitation to the mad hatters tea party at the churnit valley railway it's happening this easter it's something you can book and look forward to lucky passengers will board this specially decorated train for a trip through the lovely staffordshire countryside on board will be a variety of themed treats to make the trip extra special you'll be able to meet your favourite characters. Adults can relax with a hot drink. Kids get a soft drink as well as delicious cakes. Yes, please. There's colouring and face painting too and the entire thing lasts an hour. Churnitvalleyrailway.co.uk to find out more. And finally, have you got what it takes to tackle superhero challenges? Check out the latest issue of Mega Magazine to see if you can complete these Spider-Man missions and become a true superhero. Unlock good vibes with some epic posters, test your knowledge of Fortnite with a mega quiz, and find out all you need to know about the monster new movie, Turning Red. Mega Magazine's got it all, and it's out now. back to Victorian London. Oliver Twist is the star of a Charles Dickens book of the same name. He's an orphan and runs away from a workhouse where he meets Jack Dawkins, otherwise known as the Artful Dodger. And there's a brand new TV show based all around it. Have you seen it? If you haven't, don't you worry, we've got all the goss right now. It's called Dodger and Robin caught up with the cast behind the show. Well, of course, guys, we feel like we already know the iconic character of Dodger from Oliver Twist. But what can you tell us about Dodger? What What is Dodger the series? What can we expect? Well, it, it's a reimagined version of the characters you love. Fagin, Bill Sykes, obviously Dodger. But there's a whole bunch of new characters in there imagined by Reese Thomas and Luke Montgomery. And it's just them navigating Victorian London and all the madness that goes on there. Now, of course, your character, Polly, can you tell us a little bit about that, Ellie? Polly is uh, a very serious girl. She is the muscle of the gang. I think I'd describe her as. Um, she's described as Fagin's little soldier as well because 
dodges the ideas, man. He's got all these brilliant ideas, but she's a bit of a realist and she'll be the first one to go, you haven't thought of this, you haven't thought of that, and bring him back down to earth. So yeah, that's Polly's the muscle and the, and the realist. And what about you, Billy? What would you say if you had to describe Dodger in just 10 seconds, what would you say? Uh, 10 seconds, so I'd say top hats, I'd say um, uh, funniness, I'd say there's a lot of adventures, there's gangs, there's more adventures. I just think it's a, uh, it's. I mean, it's really a really good touch for you know, fingers crossed and all that. But yeah, uh, I think it's good. I think it's good, and it's got adventures, and it's it's a uh, family and drama. I love that. You got a bit of both in there, then, haven't you? And kind of, what was it like being part of a TV show? You're obviously working with some amazing actors. Did you ever get a little bit nervous? How how was that experience for you? My first day, I was terrified. And then, and then my second day, I had my first line, and I was terrified again. And then my third day, I had my first scene with Chris Freckleston on my first ever acting job, and I was just like, oh, but yeah, we, were, we were really lucky, weren't we, Billy, with all the people that, that came on? It was it was mad. It was crazy. Remember we did the rehearsals and that? We first, we first saw Chris in that, and he, we were, he was just sitting there. Yeah, and David Fulfall came in just on the third day of rehearsals. Oh he just walked God. in, yeah, he was his little bandana on. He had the bandana He was like, yeah, you like, you like. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> But they're all lovely. All of them that came on were so lovely. And a lot of them were comedians as well. So it was comedians or comedy actors. They were all a good laugh too. I love that. It just became so casual a bit. Were you just like going to lunch with them and then suddenly you were like, hey, we're just letting the gang. <laughs> Very much. Some days. <laughs> Some days. Now, of course, Ellie, you were talking just a little bit there about kind of Polly being the muscle behind it. What do you think has been your favourite part about playing her? She's really hard. Like, really hard. And I'm not. I know my limits. Anything past verbal, I'm done. But Polly has fights and wins them 99% of the time. So playing someone who's physically like she is hard was a lot of fun. And she's a little bit scary as well. (laughs) (laughs) That is so much fun. And what about you then, Billy? Dodger, huge, iconic character. I mean, did you have to do any kind of research? How did you go about playing such an iconic artful Dodger? Well, yeah, when I first got the role, I was so excited, you know. It's one of my dream worlds. I love Oliver Twist, the movie, and my favourite character was obvious. It was Dodger, so I loved it. And I remember when I was on the set and we did rehearsals, uh, Reese, uh, Reese director and the writer, he bought me the book. And so I skimmed through, uh, I went through the book and I saw Dodger's character, so I read a bit of that to see, you know, how... Dodger was played in that. But yeah, I watched a bit of everyone playing Dodger and read the book and yeah, I just kind of made it my own. Yeah, and how, how do you even go about, you know, you've got such a character like that, how do you go about kind of putting your own little twist onto it? Do you know what I mean? Well, I think, is the, uh, I think the thing is, is that it's it's not just, you know, oh, we're having a laugh, you know, sing along and all that. So you're just seeing that kind of Dodger, you know, that lad side. It's, it's, he's not actually dodgy yet. He's Jack Dawkins. So he actually shows you how he becomes dodger. So he doesn't just start off dodgy. So that's what I really like. You see that vulnerable side of him. And, you know, he's not just, you know, Jack the lad all the time. He does have that, you know, vulnerable side of him. Oh, amazing. So that's part of the series then. You kind of see him become dodger. Yeah. Very, very cool. Now, what would you kind of say? I know you were talking a little bit there earlier about kind of the different comedians on set. Was there any funny memories that you've got? What's been your kind of favourite part on set? Oh, there were so many on the set, just the conversations and interactions with these people. 
But one of my favourite memories, Billy was actually there, so I'll let him tell the story properly. But I was getting pings on my Instagram from the cameraman posting, and basically him and the director, Reese had shut down the set by accidentally getting stuck in a room. Um, no. And I was just getting vlogs of the cameraman being stuck with Reese in this room. But Billy, what was actually like? What I still don't know fully what happened. So we were there. So uh, the set was it was actually a prison. So it was a uh, uh, place where it was a prison. Yeah. And um, uh, yeah, I was off set or getting ready, and all of a sudden they've gone. Oh no, they're stuck. They're stuck. I went what? Oh no, they're stuck. What's happened? And I had oh, this massive coat on. I walked over, and you know, one of those massive police doors, and you've got the little tiny little, what's oh, it yeah. <laughs> And you could just hear Reese and uh, Cameron Pete just going, Get us out of it. <laughs> and then they shut the door behind them to see, you know, how big the room was. When they shut it, it, it just bolted, it locked. So they couldn't they couldn't um, open it. There was no key or anything. They didn't know what they were doing. So it was Simo, the prop man. I remember in the video. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to like jar the door. Was it one of those pinning locks and trying to unlock it? No, they were stuck in there for good. And I couldn't stop laughing. I went, oh no, they're stuck. They are stuck. And he had to do it. And he finally, I don't know how he did it, like this pinning that. He finally just undid it. And then he went, oh my God, I love you. I love you, Simo. Thank you so much. Yeah, Simo's a genius. He saved the day a lot of times. Oh, really? He's the guy, is he? <laughs> yeah. Well, guys, we want to kind of get to know your characters a little bit better. So we thought we'd play a little game called Do It or Dodge It. So if you think your character would do it, all you have to say is do it. But if you think, nah, they're not going to do that, all you've got to say is dodge it, okay? So the first one is tidy your room. Are they going to do it? Are they going to dodge it? Dodge it. Dodge. 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 <laughs> Both of you, not a chance. Okay, here's one. Do their homework early. Dodge. You don't even do it. Dodge. Dodge. <laughs> I can't read. Don't do it. Eat the last chocolate in the box. Oh, do it. Do, do, do. Actually, yeah. he's a bit of a. Nah, he's going to do it. Nah, he's doing it. Nah, he's going to do it. He'll probably pretend to do it and then he will and then he'll he'll do it. Himself, and then he'll do it. Yeah. But maybe Jack Dawkins, maybe he wouldn't. Sure, Dawkins, maybe we'll give you He's angry. I like this. It's got layers to it now. <laughs> Got it all in there. Okay. Steal a rich man's wallet. Do it. That's what they do. 100%. 100%. And last one, do you think they would watch Dodger? 100% do it. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. <laughs> so I don't know what I was thinking there. Definitely. I love yeah, that you 100%. gave that thought there, Billy. It's like, mm, would he really watch it? <laughs> I don't know. Would he like to yeah, I think he'd like to sell a little bit. He'd yeah. like to watch himself. Hollywood as well. Hollywood would lap it up. You think Hollywood definitely? I think Hollywood would like to watch her great fight moments oh, yeah. a lot. Oh, have a look at that. Yeah. Yeah, she'd yeah, lap that up. She'd get all her mates around. Look at me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, when he's dodgy, you go, oh, yeah, look what I just mixed. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. They both do it to show off, basically. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> They'll be sitting there watching just to show all their mates and just be like, see, look what I did. This is what I did. <laughs> Amazing. Well, I've got one last question for you guys. So, here at Fun Kids, we are sending a message to space. We're the very first radio broadcast to go into space. We're setting a world, world record. And we want to know if there's anything that you guys could say to aliens, what would it be? What would I say? Let me think this is going to be in space. Whoa. Uh, yeah, Life on Mars. No, no, I don't know. Um, what would I say? What would you say? Um, oh, I know what I'd say. Is there any 
top hats you know do you wear top hats aliens do any of the aliens wear top hats that is a really good question question. can you imagine all the aliens just rocking around with their top hats (laughs) so what i say i say yeah uh, I say, oh, aliens, do you have any top hats? <laughs> <laughs> oh, aliens. I think I'd probably ask them if, is this their first visit? How long have they been lingering without like, letting us know? Do you know what I mean? Like, they've just been undercover all this time. Like, what are you, yeah, you doing, guys? I'm just out of curiosity. <laughs> you are making me laugh because I feel like you've been studying aliens here. <laughs> it's like, you guys know your stuff. <laughs> I've watched a lot of documentaries about this type of thing. And people in Texas saying that they've seen UFOs and they've ducked their cars and stuff. I'm, yeah, I find them quite a lot of fun to watch. What would you say, though, if we said aliens? Maybe I'd say, you know, come and watch Dodger. That's really? a great thing to say. Yeah, watch Dodger February 6th. February 6th, have a look, have a watch, come to our planet. <laughs> Take it to all your alien mates as well. You get the BBC in space. I'm sure they do. They're aliens. Oh, yeah. They it can out. get anything. They can, they can get it on BBC iPlayer. They've got CBBC on there. Watching UFOs. Well, watching Exactly. And we you know, can all watch it as well, can't we? So we don't even need to be aliens. <laughs> yes. Exactly. We get it, whether the aliens get it or not. So. Amen. Now, of course, we can catch it on the 6th of February, CBBC, BBC iPlayer, and it's Dodger the series. So I hope it goes just as well as I'm sure it will. I've already had a little sneak peek and it's brilliant. So well done, guys. Big thank you to Robin. And if you want to catch up, you can watch Dodger right now on the CBBC iPlayer. Remember, there's loads of episodes of Activity Quest that you can go back and listen to any time you fancy. If you're after some more suggestions, just scroll back in your podcast app and pick an episode you like. Whatever you do, and however you do it, tell us at funkidslive.com slash activityquest. And remember to rate, review, and follow this podcast wherever it is you're listening to it. I'm Bex, and this has been a podcast from the UK's children's radio station, Fun Kids. Listen to me on your DAB digital radio, online, on the free Fun Kids mobile app, and on your smart speaker. Just say, play Fun Kids, every weekday from 4pm. Bye! The Space Programme is a Baffle Gab production for the UK's children's radio station, Fun Kids. You can listen to Fun Kids all day on your DAB digital radio, on your smart speaker by saying play Fun Kids, and on the free Fun Kids mobile app. You can also listen online and play loads of games, quizzes, as well as find out the latest news at funkidslive.com.